0: Bueller, 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 Bueller.
1: Wake up!
2: Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! <laughs>
1: like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses.
2: She probably smokes marijuana. Bad Bad girl. They... His buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it.
0: Aaron oh! Dale! Aaron Harrison,
2: beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We pastors. beat the British. Second, Cornwallis. 10 kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable we an adorable bunch of people.
0: Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near
1: sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, damn,
2: 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
0: Hello,
1: everybody. Happy Thursday to you. It is August 17th, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call Roll here on Big Cal. X Sports Radio 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here in studio on your Thursday morning. How's everybody doing?
2: Wow, it's a big day today. First day of the State Fair. Uh, wow. Um, I'm doing. Um,. Long day yesterday. A lot of meetings. There, there's there's an inordinate amount of meetings that I'm attending in the month of August. It's just just got meetings. What could bloggers have it's four football seasons, four schools, so you got you gotta meet. You gotta have meetings. But what they're are all the meetings longer about? than you expect. What are they about? Football season's coming up. We gotta meet I
1: get that. I know that. What's what is that like football season's coming up? We gotta Boom, we met.
2: We gotta be good at our stuff
1: cover make sure this year we
2: cover are good yeah. yeah
1: yeah definitely worth meeting about
2: yep everybody on the same page about doing good work this year no oh. yeah. <laughs> a <lot of> drama <laughs> sounds convenient yeah yeah very there's a lot of yelling screaming a lot of, ah! oh but uh, so i had i've had three in the last two days mm. and uh, one more next week but just uh yeah, long days, long days. Had uh second day of school, didn't go as well getting ready as the first day. So I think we're going to be sleeping in the uniform.
0: Well, people are saying my mic is staticky real bad.
2: Yep, I can hear
0: it. It's going in and out. Yeah, I'm trying to monitor some things over here. I don't I don't understand it. It worked perfectly for Rutherford yesterday.
2: How quick of a feedback, uh, response you get. No kidding. People but... need know i'm just surprised there's people listening (laughs) sometimes that does happen i forget that people listen to our show on the radio Uh, well well mike's unplugged it's back in is it gonna work maybe maybe not we'll give it a try (laughs) i hope y'all heard the scoots gosh dang it it. just to switch to the other mic? I don't know if the other mic works, period. We're gonna, we can give it a go, but I don't, I don't think it works at all. Um, so this is a fun start to the show. But yeah, so we're all dragging a little bit. At least I'm dragging. That's not evident. So no, I'm it's pretty on.
1: It's pretty evident. I'm not. I'm chipper. I'm excited to do radio. Probably
2: fired up to get out of the house. I is just this don't... your first time out of the house all week?
1: No, I worked yesterday.
2: Okay, Sounds
0: yeah. good now. We're all back? Yeah, sounds good. What just a classic case of unplug, well, replug? Well, now it's going static yep, again. Yep, Try right. that third mic for me, TJ. All
2: right. Or we'll, or we'll wrap around, see if it goes there, here, there. Every day.
0: No, no good. No good. No good. Oh wow. Go that. back to the other
2: one.
1: Go back to studio and it doesn't work.
2: Huh? Gotta love it. Gotta love it. It's it's. Got a bug in my water. Oh man, there's a bug in his water that was in the mic.
0: This place is wild.
2: Yep, yeah, this is. um. Well, uh, so I guess we'll be going from home tomorrow. Um, yeah, great start to our Thursday. I don't understand why we come in here. Yeah, it is a uh, trivia Thursday. Corey Price is going to call in if we can get the, the phone to work.
1: So we're just going to do a staticky mic or.
0: Uh, you all want a break, and then we can figure it out.
1: Yes. Fun first segment here on okay. Kentucky Roll Call on your Thursday morning. We love when the starts get like this, so we're going to take a break, try to figure this out, and we will be back. This is KRC. I'm Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker,
2: Nick Ross, Justin K. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Look at that door, dude. See that door right there? One marked pirate. You think a pirate lives in there? I see
3: a door marked private. Is that the, is that the door you're talking about? No, I was talking to, hey, Yeah, I didn't say... No, did you, what did you hear? I heard you say you saw a door marked pirate. Is yes, there a pirate I, living in there? No, see, that's Why not what I'm saying. Well, well,
0: look, are really we gonna talk about pirates all day? We're gonna, gonna find out me. who lives in there. We're the one
3: that...
1: Alrighty, hopefully this sounds okay. Maybe, potentially. Who's to say? To say? So I'm, I'm I'm basically as if I'm from home, although I'm not from home. I'm from studio. the studio. Roush, Roush will be talking from the studio on the mic. And, yeah, this is what I was a little bit worried about is getting kicked back on Roush's mic for me over the station. So we're trying, we're trying here, trying to make it work, trying to be able to put on a radio show for you on your Thursday morning. But I may end up needing to just go out in the hall or something like that or go yeah, back. What, to what scoot- if you
0: went to Dugan's office?
1: Could potentially do that I as think, well. I think
0: that would work.
2: Yeah. yeah okay.
1: okay. Just never to really know where the internet in this place is gonna work or not work.
2: But uh all right.
1: Well, I'll go it's a roll of the dice
2: to another room. Yep. Uh, uh what a mess. I hope y'all are enjoying this uh, Thursday morning. I can't imagine it's,
1: anybody this, is enjoying this. This is the like uh,
2: the JCPS bus ordeal, which I believe tomorrow uh, some kids are going back, some elementary middle school, and then we got the whole high school shebang on Monday. But uh, yeah, Kentucky State Fair happening, and kids aren't in school for it. First time since uh, I was a wee little wee little lad, probably. Uh, Scoots, I know you're probably not at Kentucky State Fair. I'm glad we got TJ back in the swing of things. Um, I'm excited it's back. Um, We'll probably be bringing the the children at some point. Um, Yeah. Let me some Kentucky State Fair. I think I've only been once. Got to go when they have the good animals, though, because they they rotate the animals in the West Wing. The chickens and rabbits, much funnier than when it's just all cows. No offense to a cattle farmer, but, like, you know, I I see one cow, I I see all cows. I I feel like I remember going to the State Fair –
0: I don't know, when I was like 13 or 14. And we, but we didn't go to see the animals. We were just there to ride rides. I was with my girlfriend at the time. No big deal. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. No big deal. Interesting. Scoots.
1: I Last year, I got the, the, the donut burger at the state fair. How was that? It was bad. It wasn't great. It was like... It was okay. I mean, the burger was fine and the donut was fine, but adding it all together, not not the best combination in the world. See, uh, it was basically just like kind of fell apart almost instantly.
2: That that's the the biggest part. The problem uh, is it's falling apart ability. Sweet and salty is great. That's like the best snack ever. That's why you mix like chocolate with popcorn, right? Like sweet and salty, wonderful. Or chocolate covered pretzels, great snack. Sweet and salty. Uh, but the yeah, the donut just. It, not a very sturdy material
1: no no it's not it kind of fell apart instantly but we did enjoy it we'll, we'll, we have not planned anything I'd like to go back this year we we had a good time Uh, great for the great for the kid and she was couldn't hardly even walk last year or, or it was basically just looking at stuff and pointing at stuff but I would imagine she'll be a little bit more engaged this year and that'll be exciting
2: yeah definitely definitely. Um, and maybe like when they do the shows, she'll have the attention span to sit down and watch them. I don't know, maybe they, I know they have a magician in the kids area. I always um I wish they still did the pig races. I don't know if they still do the pig races. Pig races hilarious bit. Like it just feels like something that has been going on for a long time. like they they started doing it in 1919 19, and it's still amusing today.
1: Just racing any animals is is somewhat enjoyable. I've I've told the story when we were kids, we'd gamble on our gerbil races. We'd take those little it was like what were those blocks called? They were colorful like blocks that were kind of made to look like bricks, but they were just like cardboard or foam or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: I, I believe so, but like kind of like your not standard blocks, but in that they
1: were bigger than like a standard block. They were probably about the size of not quite a foot, but maybe. I don't know, like eight inches, ten inches. They're very colorful. You could you could build them, but anyways, we'd make little like obstacle courses for the gerbils, and we'd put like a piece of cheese or some sort of snack on the other side of the course, and just you know, we'd have fake monopoly money. And I'm on I'm on the white one. I'm I've got the black spotted one. People put their money down, and then we'd say go, and we'd release them, and see which one would cross the finish line first, and the winner would get all the fake monopoly money. Oh
2: man, what a blast!
1: We were living large as six and seven and eight year old kids. The only issue is we only had two gerbils, so you couldn't really do like any exotic bets, which is we could have made us even better gamblers as kids.
2: Oh, where you got the? Um, I know what you're talking about. Where you? It's like uh, the side pots that Scoots wasn't winning off of.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I
2: would also just
1: like to do like gerbil exactos and trifectos. We didn't have enough for those.
0: <laughs> do that with marbles, but, TJ. But...
1: Could have could have been nice. Yeah, marbles marble. We actually did my buddy had a pool. This is actually kind of nerdy. My buddy had a pool and we would drop golf balls at one end and just race them down the slant, you know, down the edge where it sloped. Um we we didn't we didn't have a lot going on that summer, unfortunately. Ooh, I'll
0: I'll do you uh, one better when it comes to golf balls. My dad had a pool with four stairs, and it's a pretty long pool, but we would we had a game called Top Step. And you would take a golf ball and you would launch it from the other end of the pool. And if you landed it on the top step, it was like 10 points. If you landed it, if it landed on the second step, five points and then two and one, I think is what it was. That game was a lot of fun. It does I fun. love
1: that. That, do, that does sound fun. I think that we're, we're on to a good wacky Wednesday idea <laughs> where the state fair, fair needs to have like a section or a corner or booth where it's just like bring your own yard games to the state fair. And just teach different people like your own family backyard barbecue yard games. That'd be fun. That'd be a boot that'd stop by because you probably have scoots. Little throw the ball on the step thing. I'd be like, okay, I'll give that a whirl. It's called top step. It's do. official. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, I could. would. I would play top step. I'd be. I'd be all in on it. Uh, we're getting tweets. Weirdly enough, uh, Billy and Tyler tweeting in. Uh, let's see. The best fair animal equals the goats. Goats are
2: okay. Uh no. Goats are not the goat of fair animals.
1: They kinda look at you funny, Billy, and I don't appreciate that one bit. And their eyes are weird. We can all
2: agree to that. Goats have weird eyes. Oh, well, that's true. They 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 well and I feel like uh yeah, you're right. They're they're always giving you a side eye and they've got those horns. And I I I just I'm I'm worried about the one time they're actually gonna use them. Because I, I know I've shared this story before, but I always assumed the petting zoo animals were chill, nice, friendly folk. And then uh, one time, I dumped a bunch of feed into like the the uh, the llama. He didn't want to take any of the food, so I was just like, "All right, well, I'll put a hand food, a handful of food in your little trough here." And the uh, some bitch spit at me. I, I he just spit all over me. Good. It was disgusting. Good. It was awful. And so yeah, I can't I can't trust petting zoo animals anymore.
1: Yeah, llama spit. That's that's farm one hundred and one. You deserved it. It sounds like.
2: Yeah, sounds like I definitely did. Um,
1: you don't uh, you don't get up in a llama's business unless you're looking for the business. In which case, you did, and you you paid for I it. Found it. Yeah, it's good for the Kentucky State Fair. Hope they get good crowds. Hope everybody's friendly, nice. There's no stampedes. Who's the guy on WDRB that yelled at all the kids? Oh, uh, Scott Reynolds.
2: I'm sick of it's all this. Enough. It's it's a great. It was that, was that was a wonderful video captured in the wild when they were um, having some classic teenage hijinks at the state fair. And I think it wasn't just classic TJ hi, teenage hijinks. Was there a gun, the alleged gun that caused some chaos if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, there's like a stampede and because yeah. a gun went off, although I think didn't they
1: determine that a gun didn't actually go off? but somebody thought a gun went off and everybody started running and people just started going crazy and people got hurt. Like, you know, people fell and stuff like that. Uh, but that was the incident. I'm pretty sure. And was that two years ago now? Maybe three.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh,
1: I'm getting sick of this. <laughs> but I was at a golf, I was at a golf scramble uh, on Saturday, and I actually brought up that clip, and I was like, "Does anybody else remember that?" I was like, "What was the name of that broadcaster?" I couldn't think of it, and I was like, "It's a famous broadcaster in Louisville. He's been here for a while."
2: Yeah, it used and to be all a the wave. yeah, like,
1: yeah, all the people that I I asked were just like, "I have I couldn't tell you the last time I watched local news. It's been I, I couldn't name one newscaster. I was like, that's wild. You all couldn't name one local newscaster.' That's
0: embarrassing. They couldn't." They couldn't.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't really watch a ton of local news. Watch a little bit, but I feel like I could name at least one from every station.
2: Oh, I'm a local all the local news. ones in town. I'm a local news nerd. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. asking the you're barking up the wrong tree there. Uh, we even have uh, you know it's very well known in the Roush house. We pick fights with meteorologists at our home. Um, so. Uh, and, it, and it's it's mostly WDRB ones. So I'm anti Mark with a C. My wife is anti Bryce. There's just something about Bryce who is their weekend morning uh, weather guy. I don't know what it is. Pretty sure he was a Butler guy. Uh, and he's younger. He's a little guy. He kind of reminds me of Billy Rutledge a little bit because like he, he slicks his hair back. Uh, I don't know what it is, but my wife just does not like him. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But yeah, we're, we're big on the uh, uh, TV radio rivalries at the Roush House.
1: I am doing the radio right outside the studio. I'm in one of the old selling cubicles back when this place was ripping and roaring, like where you were fully staffed. Uh, but it's it's kind of a sad little cubicle, if we're being <laughs> totally honest. It's, like, it's, it's less than my arm's length um i don't know probably about like five feet by about five feet give her nah really probably about four feet by four feet
2: the depth isn't just very cut out like
1: no no maybe two feet yeah, of desk space yeah the desk is is only maybe about a, a third of the whole cutout in general so yeah uh it's you know it's a decent sized desk given the area but so, like you'd imagine, back in the day, somebody would have maybe a computer here. Probably no. no I, I,
2: do you, you think that this was around in ripping and roaring when computers were a thing?
0: <laughs> He's got a good point. It's probably like a
2: typewriter, <laughs> right?
1: You don't. Th- you don't think in the early two thousands there could have been people here pushing radio sales left uh, and right? God no. There, there is. There's two outlets. So you know, there's two. So if you need to plug in, you can plug in two they things. They plug in their pencil sharpener. Though
2: is what it was. Unfor- unfortunately.
1: <laughs> and there is a phone line. Each one of these little cubicles has its own little phone outlet as well. Do you think that back in the day when this place was ripping and roaring and they made a sale, they'd have like a little train horn where they'd be like, we got a new sale. And the whole office would celebrate?
2: Uh, no, I think it was the form of a bell. And it really ticked off uh, Luann. She hated it when people Lu-Ann. would start dinging that bell. It's really. Grind is this
1: her be a pretty sweet spot right here, though. You only got one other cubicle to your left. You'd you'd want to like your cube mate. I just couldn't. And you know the thing is, Roush and Scoots is there's people that go into work. There's people that are listening to us right now in a very similar setup to what we're describing and where I am sitting right now. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do this. This couldn't be like my personal space for nine hours a day.
0: Gill works at a uh, place where they've got cubicles and they're like super strict with him he can't even stand up you know like the movie office space it's it's like if he stands up his supervisor will yell at him sit down
2: what, is he a call center person or what is he? he yeah
0: he deals he works for like a pharmaceutical company um does does he make okay money yeah yeah he does like does he, like
1: like I, I if I was getting paid poorly I don't think I'd put up with being told to sit down
0: yeah well and, you know and he's like He's a supervisor himself, so I feel like he should just be able to do whatever he wants. But no, he gets he comes home all the time. Barr. Lou Ann yelled at me to sit down again. Poor Lou Ann. she's just getting roasted.
1: Yeah, it's a tough day for Lou it's all over <laughs> the all over the Commonwealth, but. Uh, we're not going to to take a break. We're going to, since we had technical difficulties early on, a microphone at the studio is not wanting to work. So in the meantime, we're, we're improvising. We're making do with what we can. It's still going to be a trivia Thursday. We're still going to have Corey price on the show to talk about the start of high school football and his top 10 Mark Stoops wins over the last decade uh, it's going to be a fun show. We've got a lot of text to get to. We didn't get to finish the text line from yesterday. And this is news to Scoots and Roush, although potentially I it could be news to me as well. But I got an interesting text message from somebody yesterday. Uh-oh. Oh. Who? Did either one of you two get interesting text messages from anybody yesterday?
2: I did not, no. Oh, so maybe... Uh... You're the messenger from. Uh, is was this? Do we do we have another meeting on the schedule that we've got to get to?
1: We've been let go. Uh, this is our <laughs> last show. No, uh, maybe it could potentially be. You never <laughs> really know. One day contract is the way I live my life. But uh,
0: intern Jacob
1: texted me yesterday.
2: Wow, he's alive!
0: Holy
1: smokes! And in per usual fashion, I did not text him back because this is my this is my text back to you, intern Jacob, via radio, which you listen to every day religiously. You download the podcast. We know all that stuff, intern Jacob. So there's no need to text back when I can just relay back in real time via radio. Right? That makes sense.
2: Oh yeah. man yeah. the the Woo-hoo. the um uh, I'm I try to do the thing where I keep messages unread that I can go back to later because I I have one yesterday where a guy I haven't talked to since college hit me up and they're going to go on a golf trip and they're getting as many uh, quote unquote famous people to just rip their friends beforehand and like talk trash he was like, hey man, do you want to make a video just like clowning my friends before they go on this golf trip? And yes, I very much want to, but the problem was I read the text and I forgot about it until just now. So I got to, I got to continually remind myself. I'm very big on the, um, like, unless I'm like having a conversation, I, I'm now leaving on unread. I'm leaving a lot of messages on unread just so I, I'll i scroll down and, and get back to them at some point. So that's what, what I would do with intern Did Jacob.
1: you just, tell that story to say that you're a celebrity
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: I, I guess yeah
2: i guess so <laughs> shot in the arm they, they, they Rush, you're,
1: you're not a you're not a time you're not a timestamp stamp texter are you
2: hell no i'm a you, like read receipts i i do not yes yeah those have been turned off for years yeah you ain't phew, getting out of here with that nonsense
1: because i'm I, it, I know people that are, and our, and our friend Corey Price is a read-receipt kind of guy. My wife used to be a read-receipt kind of person. Read-receipt people, I, I I want to tap into their brain.
0: I actually like them. I, I, I like being able to go to a text message and see that that person read it. I mean, I obviously have mine turned off as well, but I always appreciate the people that don't have theirs turned off.
2: <laughs> yeah, it- okay, I get what you're saying, Scoots. It's like, it's not for me, but if you do it, like, okay, that's kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. It's it's just so, nice
0: for you to know. Like, hey, they they did read that. So you you
1: like it just because it's, th- they're being more, I guess, open with you?
0: It just lets me know that they have read what I took the time to send, which makes me feel yeah, good.
1: Yeah, but like everybody, you know, anybody that you're texting has probably had a phone for a decade plus. Like, they know, it's, it's not like your text message got lost in the in the in the nothing. Yeah, no, that's true. In the upside down. I just
0: I don't know. There's some it gives me some sort of peace to know that the person actually took time to read what I wrote. It's like Roush writing for the website. I'm sure he probably feels great when he knows that people have read it. It's the same thing with text for me.
1: <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I mean I, I do get what you're saying. I was just trying to try to poke around a little bit more to to understand more, but you just like knowing that you your message was received. That's it. That's it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. There's. I guess there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. I just. I don't want. I don't want that on my end. Similar to what you said, Scoots. Like, I. I, I guess I can appreciate other people doing it, but I don't want people to know. Like, oh, I saw your text message. I'm just not getting back to you. So, what is- exactly what I just said. People, you know, people know that I know how to use a phone. I'm sure that they. They probably don't think that I just glossed over it or something.
0: So what did intern Jacob have to say?
1: Uh, Not important, really. Oh. <laughs> for my eyes <laughs> alone. No, he says, uh, this is actually pretty big news, everybody. He says that he is available for the golf scramble.
2: Oh. Oh,
0: my gosh. Here we go. <laughs> Two weeks before. Come on.
1: Two weeks before. We haven't heard from him in who knows how long. And he says, I'm all in for the scramble unless I've been booted from the team. And he says, which would be completely understandable. LOL.
0: Understandable that you didn't respond as well.
1: (laughs) So I figured we'd talk about it on air. Because I think the plan is we were going to have Mike Rutherford be our fourth. But... I'm not so sure Mike Rutherford even wants to do it.
2: What is he? Uh, I don't. Not, I'm a not golf so guy? sure he.
1: Wa- I'm not sure. I'm not so sure he wants to do it. Roush, his health could stop him from doing it. That's true. In which case, we need to think about this in two different two different areas. One, and let's just be honest. Intern Jacob gives us a shot. He's a good golfer. With Rutherford, we're probably shooting like five under, if that. With Jacob, we may have a chance to win the darn thing. So that's one thing to consider. Secondly, we gotta worry about Mike's health.
2: It's true, but do we? Uh, man, this is this is so difficult. Like, wh- what are the chances? Intern Jacob would just let us down, though. Do we want? At least our expectations are lower with Mike, with Jacob. I mean, is he going to hit another shot like he hit last year? I don't think so.
1: I can't imagine he does that. Yeah, I agree with that. So, like, I,
2: are, are we just what? going to be disappointed again? Is he going to have to write another apology letter? And then what if he, what if he just copies and pastes one from Wikipedia again? <laughs> that wouldn't be good.
1: And secondly, what kind of message are we sending when we say, like, hey, you don't need to talk to us for almost an entire year. But yeah, come on and jump in and help save our butts in a scramble. What kind of message is that sending?
0: Here's where I'm I'm leaning, guys. So we have to find the balance of how much do we actually want to win versus how much fun are we trying to have? Because if we are if we are actually trying to win, intern Jacob would be the play. If we're trying to have some fun, it would be Mike Rutherford. Mm. So you're Isn't saying,
1: it? intern Jacob, we wouldn't have any fun. Yeah. Wait, not, I, I can see where fun. you're going. Yeah, with that.
2: yeah. I
1: mean, yeah. he so you're he saying is. If we take Mike, there's no chance we do anything good because he's such a god awful golfer. I think Mike. <laughs> I see what you're
2: saying.
0: I think Mike's okay, actually.
2: <gasps> Love the way you framed it. I just <laughs> I just feel like it'd be.
0: I feel like if we're trying to have maximum fun on this golf scramble, Rutherford would be the play.
1: Uh, okay. All right. Noted. Taken into consideration. What does it change our mind that Mike may may not want to play? He may not want to be out there.
0: No, he's already committed, so he's got to, right?
2: I don't think that's how we're There's
1: some talk. There's some scuttlebutt in the studio that he never really committed the way that you said that he committed. And it does take me back to the day where you were filling in, doing his show. We came in the next day, and we said, did you bring up the scramble to him? And you said, yeah, he's in. And we, you know, we were like, did he seem excited about it? Or did he seem, you know, did you were like, no, he seemed legitimate. Do you remember that when we talked about all that on the
0: air? Of course. Yeah.
1: There's some at the station that seemed to indicate that you, you took some liberties with that conversation and that the excitement level really wasn't as high as maybe you let on.
2: So wait, 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 hold up. Let me get this right. Uh, Cast member of the Mike Rutherford show is backing off or trying to get out of a pledge they made. Yeah,
0: hold on, TJ. Don't don't stop beating <laughs> around the bush. Spill the beans. Who's got the issue?
1: <laughs> well, Who's spreading just, the fire? I'm I'm telling you that there was some talk around the studio that maybe Mike isn't as in or excited about the golf scramble as another producer at the station let on, and that's that's just what I've heard. I can't go into any deeper because I don't know anymore. Mm. So. Point is twofold. One, in all seriousness, if Mike doesn't want to do it, he definitely doesn't need to be doing it. Right, right. right. And two, if like he's unhealthy, if you know, if he doesn't feel like he's up for it, he one thousand percent shouldn't be doing it. So if he doesn't want to do it because he's just not interested, he shouldn't do it. If he doesn't want to do it because he's not feeling well, totally understandable. He shouldn't do it. Uh, but I guess that's where we're left right now is either we're going to get intern Jacob and we're probably going to win the whole freaking thing. Or we'll get Mike Rutherford, and we'll probably hear a little complaining and whining on uh, hole three or something.
0: Oh, man. This is tough. I think what it comes down to, we have to have a discussion with Rutherford, see where his head's
2: at. Yeah, okay. We can do that. Um, Because
0: here's another thing about it, TJ. If we get intern Jacob, we're not going to use a whole lot of our shots. And if we have Rutherford, we'll get some of our shots sprinkled in, maybe a good chunk. So, I don't know. Depends how much you want to play your own ball, I guess.
2: Uh, have some confidence in your game, Scoots. Jacob's probably still got a two casts on his wrist right now, <laughs> for all we know. He's probably got some boo-boos, and yeah, he's going to be playing. He's going to have a bunch of excuses. That, yeah, I'll, you could hit par on a par three golf course. <laughs> Scoots, why don't you take
1: that attitude down to Australia with Tritton Flowers, buddy? All yeah. Right? Hey, I, we, play to, we play to win on our scramble.
0: I hear it's great this time of the year. It's uh, uh, winter. Chilly. It's actually
1: winter. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I love winter, so you're probably you're probably right. You're probably <laughs> you, you right about that. Excuse me,
2: crying because it's not ninety degrees. <laughs> well, uh, you know who's not crying though is our wonderful friends on the Thornton's text line 502-414-1450 is the phone number you text in. We read it on there. and stop on into Thornton's today. Really, there's not a better place to fuel your day. Get a large cup of coffee, maybe a a donut or a breakfast sandwich. You'll be ready to rock and roll and download the app before you go because the Refreshing Rewards app. It's gonna save you money at the pump. Gas prices are going up. But uh if you got that app, you're gonna you're gonna save some coin at Thornton's. They have that uh that 88 gas too. That's five cents off already. So if you can get like a fifteen, boom, you can have twenty cents off. That'll save you a couple bucks when you're filling up. So stop by Thornton's today. We we have a lot of text messages to get to, Mr. Sports Talker. Do we want to get to some and see where they might potentially take us?
1: Yeah, I think we need to. We did a terrible job with that yesterday, so we've got to we've got to do it. The last one we read yesterday was about the UFO, the Peruvian face peelers. Yes, yes. I did not read more into that. I was wanting to. I didn't. Did either one of you two read more about the face peelers?
2: I, no. I just had my research ahead of time. That like, they the the officials were claiming it was uh, uh, illegal gold miners, but. I don't think people were buying it necessarily. There's not some concrete evidence otherwise, but the whole, like, these guys are flying really threw people off. And a lot of it stemmed back to an attempted kidnapping of a 15-year-old. A guy said he shot this being twice, and then it just flew away. And I think he said, like, Iron Man? or Like, he had – no, they compared him to the Green Goblin. He had scales like the Green Goblin. Don't they
0: do a lot of, like, ayahuasca in Peru?
2: I think it's Ecuador. But either way, uh, you know, mountainous, remote, very remote area. So I don't, you know, maybe the aliens like gold too. Maybe they need some. So pretty. You never know. You never know. Really
1: hot year for aliens, though. Big year for aliens. Yeah. We'll probably get more before you know it. Ooh. Now play the Twilight music. If Goodman is telling the truth about Cal trying to get him fired, I could understand why. He's not a big fan of Cal. I could understand that as well, if that if those stories are true. Um, Roush, I, I don't know if you've... I've got a, somebody in a power position tried to get me fired. The person has me blocked on Twitter, which I, I make pretty frequently well-known, the people that have me blocked on Twitter. So, uh, small sample size. And also, he was at Yahoo when I was at Yahoo, so there was a connection there. So I've I've tried. Somebody's tried to get me fired before, and I I don't like that person.
2: Um. Yeah, I just think it's very petty if Jeff Goodman's gonna like hold that grudge 15 years later because I'm sure that John Calipari isn't the only person that tried to get him fired. I mean, like you said, TJ, somebody's tried to get you fired at some point. Like that. I feel like that's the cost of doing business in this world. Um. But he. Also, yeah,
1: and if Cal if Cal did that, then Cal's in the wrong for it. But, you know, I'm sure Cal would probably tell that story differently, don't you think?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would also say, too, that uh, during his... Uh, I, I think Jeff also realized it's, it's good business for him to try to make the Big Blue Nation mad. You know?
1: it's Yeah. 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 Uh, it, yeah. Def- it definitely is. A texter on the Thornton text line says, I'm married to a hairstylist and scooch they hate when clients don't make a next appointment and then text them trying to get in. It stresses them out. It usually means they give up their break time or their lunch break just trying to make you happy.
0: Wow. So I would never, ever do this to a full-time hairstylist, but fortunately, my haircut lady is only part-time. She only does two nights a week. Um, She's got a full-time gig elsewhere. So yeah, I I did mention it to her last night how she probably hates me for not booking. uh, But I told her last night after my haircut... She, I, she was like, I'll see you in about five six weeks. I was like, Yeah, put it on the books, and I just walked out the door. So, oh, we'll
2: we'll see if she actually puts it on the books. Interesting, man. I can't imagine scheduling a haircut. It's just a weird concept. <laughs> like, I just blows my mind. Because even I, I'm on a once le- weekly routine, I get out of it. Like it, it was Thursdays for the longest. Time. I'll probably get back into it during football season because it it can be tedious to. Do the old buzz cut, but um, yeah, I even get off schedule from time to time. So I
1: just—I'm sure people listening at home, hearing Ralph say
2: a hair appointment, are probably laughing. <laughs> I hope so. I hope they are. Uh, boys got their haircuts though for the first. or Frank got his first haircut, so yeah, he did good. Looks sharp. Looks like an old man. Looks like a old grown baby boy. So I
1: think I saw a picture of of Duke's haircut. Yep. uh Duke Duke it is just shocking how much of a grown little man he looks like
2: agreed yeah yeah he's he's an adult he's a big boy um so it's fun it's also nice after they get their hair cut you're like okay you don't look like a crazy man now when you wake up or whatever i I find it enjoyable when they have their crazy hair but maybe that's just me being a little bit envious of their their little heads.
1: Oh, I'm right there with you. We, we'd get asked when we're getting Lucy her first haircut, and she's like one of the hairiest little kids that are around. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know the, the protocols or procedures on something like that.
2: Yeah, uh, I had a friend. She didn't want to cut her daughter's hair for the longest time because when she was little, her hair was curly, and then uh, they cut it too short, and then it quit being curly. So she was always just like, all right, we're going to let this this bad boy grow out. So she had a mullet for the longest time, but I think she's since kind of got trimmed up. But I yeah, I'm also I have no idea how to do Can you put Lucy's like hair in a ponytail? Have you figured out all that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I think the I,
1: I I don't think the wife is listening. Um cuz she she would have a different answer.
3: <laughs>
1: poorly, poorly. I can I can she would say, "I can't. I can, but it's definitely not as good as when she does it, which is obvious. I haven't been putting my hair in a ponytail for 32 years. Yeah, you've just always like uh, so in no, a
2: rat tail. Yeah.
1: I, well, that that I did a ponytail one time, and uh, that was, you know, it, it wasn't a lot of hair to work with. It was a ponytail, it definitely wasn't a rat tail. But um, yeah, I'm not great at it. I would like to learn, like how to do it." just she there's just no chance that she's ever going to sit still enough and be patient enough for me to kind of do the trial and error so um i need to practice (laughs) i need to practice on a doll but when that (laughs) thought crossed my head like that's the weirdest thing in the world you all come to my house for like a show or a lunch or something you just have a bunch of dolls with like braided hair i've been practicing That's the start of a horror movie i'm pretty sure
2: (laughs) um Oh, oh, we missed the follow up about the hairstyles. She said she always says the worst thing you can do is give out your personal number to a client. Um, yeah, I bet. I would, I would imagine that
1: that would be a slippery slope.
2: I I also wonder. Like, I would assume that waiters and waitresses get hit on the most um, in their line of work. Scoots, do you ever you ever get hit on at the front desk of a hotel? uh Oh no, his mic's going out. Oh no. Yeah, no, I don't get hit on. Period. So, no. Uh, I, I uh, just oh, think no, you can't. Th- Thornton's re-
1: woman. Yeah, that's true. You, you just can't I forgot signs, about Thornton's
2: girl. Like your 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 betting ticket window. You,
1: that's true. Gosh, Scoots. Betting girl.
2: Yeah. But
0: McAllister's girl.
2: It, at least like the waitresses, like they're they you're trying to they're trying to earn some more money from you, so it, it incentivizes them. I don't think it would if you're stuck. With them in your chair in front of you for 20, 30 minutes or however how long you're getting it takes to get your hair cut. That could be really annoying. So, I get that. I get it.
1: A texter on the Thornton's text line says, TJ, you'll have a brand new big old Thornton's, but not until February. Alright, <sighs> so the one on Brownsboro and Watterson is going to be back ready to go in February. That's that's exciting, though. Nice big new one there. That'll be good. They're bulldozing Can they bring your, back the uh, Dairy Queen, though, no, for they're my bu- childhood
2: sake. No, they're bulldozing the Dairy Queen. But here's the thing Thorns has soft serve ice cream. So, boom. You're, you're getting a little there bit is, of it back. The,
1: there is talks, though, that they may be rebuilding something there. They are
2: bulldozing, it's, though.
1: You're right about that.
2: Yeah, no, that's the texter says Thorns is bulldozing it to make the big Thorns.
1: No, they so yes. I mean, they're bulldozing both of those buildings there, but they have a ton of land in that little spot, uh, and they're going to make a bigger Thornton's, but there's talks if there is leftover land, either rebuilding a DQ or something else on that land.
2: Uh, mm. I think they should just make it the biggest Thornton's. We're going to make it like Bucky style. I agree. I, that's yeah. what I was sitting
0: here thinking. Just make it like a Bucky's, yeah. I-
2: I'd be in on that. If you are like another
1: gas station, did I like I wonder if you just see that model and it's like, so all we need to do is just do what we've been doing, but just sixteen times more. And put a statue we'll out like front. And then we'll be like a travel destination. People go out of their way to go to Bucky's, which I don't understand that. But that being said, I'm I'm I i am i do not know. It just I don't get the appeal of an oversized gas station. Thornton's does plenty for me.
2: Uh, it's simply the best just like uh, our texters on the Thornton's Texon five zero two four one four fourteen fifty 502 414 did a first date for the 2012 National Championship game oh my gosh what we probably
1: just hold on they've got to stop everything right there yeah what, what a
2: terrible idea why would you how could
1: you be a, ca- a Cats fan and do that like yeah, that is that's,
2: that's suicidal like you're you're locked into the game how could you why would you want to entertain somebody on a first date it's different if it's Let's say it's like date. I mean, you almost need like I. I was I was almost uncomfortable having Brooke around, and we'd been dating for four months. Um, for the the Wisconsin Final Four game, like I was just like, I don't know if it's a good idea for you to be around me tonight. Like it just just might be in our best interest, and it it, it probably would have been. Uh, thankfully, she still like gutted through it. But like, I can't imagine trying to entertain a first date during a national championship game. That's ludicrous
1: so we have we have only read the first sentence of this text it goes on much longer and we're going to get to it here on the thornton sex line but it's funny you say that rouse because before the 20 2014 selection sunday the wife and i had been dating for like six or seven months and like i remember i was driving her home and like she was being quiet and kind of like acting funny and I think like I looked over and I was like, is she crying? And she wasn't crying, but like, you could tell something was up. And I was like, what's, what's wrong? And she was like, I just don't know if, if this is going to work with you being such like a UK guy. And I was like, what? I was like, what? We've been together for like six or seven months uh like you've known I'm a UK guy. This is this, like none of this should be. She's like, I just never really thought the stakes were gonna be so high when like our teams played. She's like, there's no way that UK and Uval aren't gonna play in the Sweet 16. This was after the brackets had been revealed. And she's like, What are we gonna do? Are we just not gonna talk that week? Or, or she was like, Are you just like gonna go up to Indy with your own friends? She was like, I just don't get how this is gonna work. And we had to have a talk about like I'm a big UK, like it's like it's not that serious. Like, I'm not gonna like. I'm not going to not talk to you for a week because our teams are playing with one another. We just had to like almost lay out the, the, the groundwork of like, yes, I'm a big UK guy, but like, I do like you. Like, I don't care if you like, if we had to have that conversation, I just didn't think that that was ever anything that needed to be uttered. But people take their sports very, very seriously. Uh, our, my relationship, no different. It all ended up working out in the long run. But in 2014, Roush, this was we. I I was graduated, but was still living in Lexington. Um, I'd actually before the 2014 title game, I I had moved back, but we still had our lease at our house. So we went up there and we celebrated. And one of our buddies, kind of a friend of a friend, he had like a Tinder date lined up for the night of the national championship game.
2: Oh my! And we all
1: like were like kind of like laughing at him and just being like, that why you know, why would you do that? It's kind of crazy night to do that. He ends up inviting her just over to our house for the watch party. And it was <laughs> undoubtedly one of like the most awkward things in the world because it was like a group of UK fans who have all known each other and watched you know a hundred games together and all pumped up and excited. And then there's like two people sitting on the edge of the couch that are on a quote unquote first date. And you can tell they're both just like, what have we gotten ourselves into? Why are we here? What are we, you know, it it was a disaster. I just, and then we lost and like everybody was in a bad mood and angry and not happy and uh, they did not have the best evening. By a long shot, so I I can't wait to see where the rest of this text goes on the Thornton sex line.
2: Says we pre-gamed to my house, then went over to Wildcat Saloon and hung out all night with all of our friends, and then after the win, everything was crazy, so we lost each other. She claimed I ditched her, maybe I did or maybe I didn't, but we still ended up dating for a couple of years. So I guess do the tailgating game, and if it's going good, take her to some parties or bars. I guess it's a little different um, if it's because I'm assuming you're in college at this point if you're watching the game at wildcat saloon um and you're pre-gaming then going over so like that it's it's not like the adult rules of dating um and also you were watching the game at a bar where there's like 50 people i just i would be worried about
1: labeling that as a date like you know i would too i agree and also like I can't believe that you all ended up dating for a few years. Like, I guess she wasn't really worked up. Like, getting lost during the na- national championship celebration, that could be a can of worms that could cause any relationship some problems. Yeah, and also— but, like, that, I don't know. On a first date, I wouldn't want to feel like I need to make sure I'm still by this person as I'm running crazy throughout the that, streets. That,
2: that, that's one thing that our parents had lucky. Like, they got lost all the time and, like, lost people, and it just happened. Uh, now it's, it's a damn— uh I call the coast guard right like the women just like burst into tears that they get left alone it's like no you you'll be fine like it's just go by yourself survive like well, I, I, that's
1: that's funny you you say that because at the 1993 final four my mom and and dad got separated and my my mom ended up calling the cops and like it turned into a huge thing down there on bourbon street in the French quarter and uh yeah and then and then they eventually found each other and my mom was so mad that like you know he they got separated that she was like just so you see how it feels and like supposedly she went out drinking and it that, that was just a different time like where you, if you didn't know the hotel number and the person wasn't in the hotel then good night yeah like you're not finding them so yeah. uh, it's funny you say that
2: the good old days pre-cell phone Scoots, do you,
1: would you rather have grown up in like the '70s or would you rather grow up today?
0: Oh man, uh, '70s for sure. If it's if my options are '70s versus today, yeah, '70s. But I, I think we grew starting up in the,
1: kindergarten in 1970 or starting kindergarten in 2023.
0: Uh, let's start kindergarten in 1970. But I truly believe that we grew up in the best time. I, I love being a '90s kid.
2: I, I would say 70s were a little uh, economically depressed, so you might want to maybe crank it up to, like, the 80s or something. Or Reaganomics. Oh, 80s would have been perfect. I've, yeah. I've
0: always wanted to grow I, up in the 80s. I, I,
2: I, it's, it's one of those things, CJ, where, like, m- my phone is my job, but um, I do woe the accessibility sometimes.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, sometimes the accessibility is horrible. I agree with that. Okay, let's end hour one here. We'll come back. Start hour two. We're gonna read a few more texts on the Thornton's text line. We're gonna do trivia Thursday with Corey Price. We're gonna keep trying to see if we can get this microphone working, and we're gonna put on another amazing hour of radio in hour number two. You're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kale. We're
0: we'll dancing that You be a glitter for the rest of your life, and mama telling me prayer. Every
2: time I lay down at night and
0: grandma saying if you find one, you better... Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family!
2: Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing
3: is over until we decide it is!
1: With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro. <laughs>
2: Welcome back in to Kentucky Roll Call, hour number two right here on the Big X Sports Radio, ninety six oh. FM, 1450 AM. I'm Nick Roush, mm-hmm. he's Justin Kalen. We got TJ Walker in the his house in the other room. It's a mess. I don't know how, but my, my headphones got louder without me touching any buttons. It was a piercing oh. sound.
1: <laughs> Roush and I, no joke, were cracking up because when we came in and we plugged in the headphones thinking it was just going to be a normal day at the studio and everything was going to work smoothly uh, the headphones were so loud that they were they were too loud without us even putting them on our heads like they were just too loud just when they were on the ground like it was just the music was too loud without us even having the headphones anywhere near our ears so uh, whoever's listening to those your hearing just has to be shot.
0: That would have been Mike and, and old uh, P. Diddy yesterday. So they're deaf. Uh, P.
1: Diddy's a kid though. They maybe like they, they like bumping music that's true. loudly. Very so. true. What's old P. Diddy up to? Congrats to Mike and Trevor. Yesterday was their two year anniversary being at the Big X Sports Radio. Wow. Uh, that's it's impressive. Been two years it's impressive too. Wow. It's, uh, it, it, yeah, no, it flew by as well. So, congrats to them, two years. Uh, but I didn't get to listen to much of the show yesterday, Scoots. They, they, everything
0: going well with them? Uh, yeah, they actually. I was pretty ticked off yesterday. They only had an hour and a half show. So let me let me fill you all in. I had a nice ten hour day here at Big X yesterday. So bats played at one oh eight, and the plan was for Trevor to come relieve me at two fifty three o'clock. So more in that range. So I'm pumped up. I book around to golf. My brother gets out to the golf course. Already pays for us. I'm ready to go. Trevor texts me quarter to three. Hey, stuck in traffic, barely moving. I'm like, what? So I pull up the Louisville traffic map. Sure enough, 71 is at a standstill. There was an RV that caught on fire. So long story <laughs> short, long story short, I missed my tee time. And didn't leave here till about four thirty yesterday. So I was oh, I was pretty ticked off. Tough. Tough scene.
1: Oh, so you didn't get so you didn't get any golf.
0: I got no golf in. No. Pretty pretty upsetting.
1: Oh yeah, I'd be bum I'd be bummed by that. I can confirm the traffic was bad. I got I got stuck in it a little bit, but luckily I got to get off at the Waterson where seventy one going in downtown was just it looked horrible. It was backing up stuff all over town.
0: But I just I, I just get so mad at Trevor cuz it's like he wakes up 2 minutes before he needs to leave the house and he that man's not could, checking any he could
2: have avoided the map and just got Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. And,
0: and he was like he was like everybody in front of me is turning around on the grass median and I was like yeah, that's not good, Trevor. You should turn around on the grass median too so I have a chance of making my tea time. Yeah, didn't happen.
2: Tough scene. So mad. Tough scene.
0: Yeah, Trevor can't control the traffic, though. That's true, but he can wake up a little bit earlier and, and actually plan enough time to get here, even if he does hit traffic. It just comes down to him sleeping too late and, and not being responsible. Oh,
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll see what his rebuttal, 3 p.m. this yeah, afternoon.
2: Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, We did find out yesterday Kentucky's got a new football player, Mr. Sports Talker T.J. Walker. uh, Jacquez Keys, who Kentucky recruited out of high school. He attended Ironton. uh, Was initially a Wisconsin commit. Kentucky thought they might be able to flip him. Instead, he ends up committing to Wake Forest. He spent the summer there and was like, eh, I don't know about all this. Uh, Because if I'm not mistaken, I believe he was the class of 2023. Transfers to U.K., Will be ineligible to play this fall. He's going to be a walk on, um, and it looks like he'll you know he'll go on scholarship. Basically, he's going to be a gray shirt for UK, um, and it's it's significant for a couple of reasons. TJ, first and foremost, uh, they needed two running backs in this cl- high school recruiting class. They don't really need a second one now. Um, they've already got Tavani Mizell committed and uh, Keys. He he essentially fills that role for you, right? You're just getting him a year later in a more unusual circumstance, and he's a power back, so he's he's a nice complement to what they got in Mizell. So that's significant. And the other part, Vince Mero, I can count, you know, I I'll forget him by name, but there's been ten to twelve guys he's recruited at Ironton, and it just hasn't hit for whatever reason. That's a school that's it's in the Tri Cities, Ironton, Huntington, Ashland. Um, a powerhouse in Southeast Ohio. A lot of kids. They they get a lot of power five kids, but Pitt, West Virginia, Cincinnati, they've got strong pool there, and for whatever reason, Kentucky just hasn't been able to get their foot in that door over there. Um, I mean, they had a top 150 linebacker that ended up going to Cincinnati even after Satterfield um, left the Bearcats last fall. So, Getting your foot in there, in the in the door there, I think is significant too. So a nice surprise uh, addition in August, and it was first tipped off by old old G off. I'm gonna call him G off, Scoot or TJ, because Jeff, uh, if you spell it with a like that, it, you're G off. You're not a real Jeff, um, but he's the Cats Illustrated guy that when he gets bombs, I think the only big one he's missed was saying that Oscar was coming back, but. Man, that dude—he doesn't—he—he's not slipping when he drops a bomb on the Cats Illustrated Message Board.
1: Yeah, this seems like a, a, a nice addition, and I it seems like you're getting it. Not not lucky. Take it easy, Jeff Goodman. But it almost seems like it's kind of fallen into your lap, um, and that's great. A, another player that other Power Five programs wanted. Kentucky can kind of put him on the shelf and just see what you get out of him and knowing that, all right, well, if this, if, if you don't like the development or you don't like the potential after uh, several months, you can always go to the portal if need be. And you never know. Maybe you, you try to flip somebody, maybe somebody that's committed to a group of five school um, second signing day, you, you you go and you extend a late offer. But it's nice that you're going to get to ba- basically see this dude develop for for as long as they need to know, all right, we're going to be good at the future running back, or we can go to another position. Or we can go get to another prospect, I should say.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and part of the, the Wake Forest thing, like, he was a linebacker slash running back. I think Wisconsin and Kentucky, they were recruiting to play running back. Wake Forest wanted to be a linebacker. So, some of it is the, all right, we we need you at this position. He wants to play offense. He was a 1,000-yard rusher, had 25 touchdowns, something like that last year. So, um, yeah, a a nice get because when you lost Jason Patterson to Cincinnati, there was – very few options on the table that we at least knew of back in the spring. Now maybe a Jamarion Wilcox or somebody like that could potentially emerge in the fall. But your only other guy was Travis Kearney and fortunately it doesn't look like that's gonna happen because that guy stinks. Like that guy, I mean, like not even the Mac schools were recruiting him, yet Kentucky was. I didn't I didn't understand it at all. So glad they're not doing that anymore. Uh, (laughs) glad that Keys is simple simple Pretty much being like, all right, we don't have to like lean on getting a high school kid. We're, we're good for right now. Um, He can be our high school kid, uh, essentially, and just have a year of practice under spell at the college level. So
1: We're going to have Corey Price on in just a couple minutes for Trivia Thursday. Looking forward to that, we'll get to more of the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Uh, Roush, did somebody have Liam Cohen as a top offensive
2: coordinator in college football? Yeah, Greg McElroy in College Football Live had Liam Cohen ranked fifth as the number five offensive coordinator in all of college football um, right behind Phil Longo, who's the tempo guy from North Carolina that's now going to throw it around the yard at Wisconsin and I saw that he also had the Washington offensive coordinator at number one. But, um, Weird to see a UK guy on that graphic, isn't it? <laughs> just really weird. And, and speaking
1: of gifts, talking about the Wake Forest kid, getting Liam Cohen back seems like a gift. It's just the, the roller coaster of offensive coordinators in the stoops era has been a fun, exciting, sometimes not so exciting ride. Sometimes it's been more like a merry-go-round, but uh, it's. It seems like just everything, the way that it worked out with Cohen was awesome, and it does seem like Kentucky truly does have one of the the best coordinators in the country. And I'm glad also that you're getting, like, the, the back half of the schedule stinks, and in a perfect world, maybe you get one more garbage game back there. But I do like that Liam Cohen's going to be able to get his feet underneath them, and be able to just get his confidence back as a coordinator. We talk about that a lot with players, but the same applies for coaches too. And he's going to need to see his stuff work against other teams. And I just think if he can get a few games under his belt, putting up a lot of points, it's going to be beneficial for the whole offense, for Leary, for the wide receivers. But I was looking for Cohen to just have the right mindset. That like, Hey, when we're playing these sec teams, I was the one that was an offensive coordinator in the NFL I can out-scheme these guys, and I've got the pieces to do it even eat in a more easy fashion than, than when we did it with Levis and, and Wandale Robinson. So uh, I think those early cupcake games will be big for him as well. And, and, again, hopefully he actually is one of the top coordinators in college football. probably means you won't have him for uh, the longest of times, but it means the times you do have him, the offense is going to be clicking and, and lighting up the scoreboard, which we've all been excited about.
2: That's, that's true, that's true, and uh, we're excited now to have uh, Corey Price on the line. Uh, high school football season kicking off tomorrow. We're only two weeks away from Kentucky football season. we got a little trivia for us. Corey, thanks for joining us on the show.
3: No problem, guys. Uh, sounds like you all have got the, uh, the whole audio mic thing worked out, maybe. We'll see.
1: No. No, we sure no. don't. Um, okay, we're, we're making we're making do, Corey, and we're doing our best. <laughs> and we appreciate you being patient with us, and our listeners being patient with us. But it's just another fun day here at Old Big X Sports Radio. It's just the way that it goes, and that's and that's okay. We got a lot of people working hard. You worked hard on your top ten victories from Mark Stoops' first decade at UK, and we're talking, of course, with Corey Price from UK Sports Network and UK athletics pr and athletics communication i enjoyed reading it i initially asked you is this in numerical order order and you had to correct me and say no it's just chronological order uh, you didn't necessarily rank them but if you had to pick one what do you think is the biggest what is the the biggest win in the mark stoops era and for the listeners at home you can check this out uh Corey has tweeted it out there I highly recommend i'm sure all of you will you all are already following Corey Price at CoreyP08, uh, but you can check it out as well. But it's the usual suspects. Think about some of the biggest wins in Mark Stoops' era. Corey has them on the list. But, Corey, if you were to do a, a by importance, by the biggest, which one would you rank numero uno? Uh,
3: I'd say strictly for, hist- for history, uh, probably the Florida game in 2018 because, uh, they won, uh, like 31 straight times against us and for us to finally beat that streak and to beat it down in Gainesville. And, and I, I was actually there for wow. the game two, so that, that might add a little to it too, but, uh, just winning down there and erasing all that bad, bad history. I think that's, that's what makes it tops for me.
2: I, I, I think you're correct in that regard, Corey, uh, my personal favorite is uh, just from like the weirdness and wackiness of it was the walk off at Missouri a couple weeks oh, later. Yeah, of course, but yep. I think Florida does stand above the rest, especially if you were there. I was, I it just yep. wasn't very fun because I I thought my insides were going to explode the entire second <laughs> half. Like it was just I've never felt that anxiety, that stress in my life, but it it really. It felt like Kentucky couldn't move forward until they got the weight of that streak off their shoulders, and they did it in a big way down there in Gainesville
3: yep and, and even um, even when Florida had that last play, I mean they still had to go seventy five yards to to win it, but I mean, as you all know in past years we've found ways to lose, so it was it was a, a sigh, sigh of relief when uh, Josh forced the fumble and Devontae picked it up, and no one knew what to do with it. And he ran in for a touchdown. It was as nice way to, to end it as well.
1: That's a that's a great point. Every UK fan watching that ending was just like, "Oh no! I, I, how's he yeah, gonna? Exactly. Th- how are we gonna get heartbroken?" And then it goes the other way where they score a touchdown, and, and and you're going crazy the whole time, just as Stoops is. You everybody remembers Stoops on that play, telling go, 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 run. Uh, that was fun. I think if that Florida game's at the end of 2018, it probably is higher in people's top stoops wins, but that was what got the ball rolling that like, oh, 2018 is going to be something special. And as Roush mentioned, there were several other really exciting, fun wins. Uh, and then I remember that one, we had like a small group over for that game and it was like, okay, UK, Florida, we normally know how this one goes. Um But then we won and we were like, well, we kind of got to go out now, don't we? Like, we got to go out and celebrate this. (laughs) And a lot of UK fans in Louisville had the same idea because all the bars were blue that night. That was a lot of fun. I I lean towards 2016 just because 27 and a half point underdogs, 28 point underdogs, depending when you got it. And then Lamar Jackson's Heisman season, just the shock, the surprise factor from how all that one unfolded. Uh, And it really kind of, I think, set the tone that, like, Stoops, it doesn't matter what the number next to the opposing team's name is. uh, This is a different Kentucky football team that's going to be competitive in these games. And he's had a blowout here or there, and they're happening when you're going against national championship contenders and whatnot. But for the most part, every Saturday, you feel like you have a chance. And I feel like you can circle back to that 2016 Louisville game as, like, okay – this is a different type of Kentucky football, and just to do it against your rival. But the whole list of ten, you can make a case, really, for almost any of them.
3: Yeah, and uh, hopefully uh, your friend didn't have a, a, uh, a blind
1: date for, for uh, that That's <laughs> a good point. That's a good uh, point.
2: A good point.
1: Uh, Corey, high school football starting tomorrow. Male yeah. high expectations. Uh, I've forgotten. I, I don't, you know, it just refresh my memory that they beat St. X on a gimmicky play and then they went ahead right. and lost the state championship on a gimmicky play. Uh yep. just kind of funny how how that worked. There's a lot of crazy finishes in six A last year, but it all gets started tomorrow and it should be really across most of the classes pretty pretty open, at least among a few teams.
3: Yeah uh like I said, male won and lost on the exact same play uh, against Sanex and against um, Bullitt East. Um, and then the game in, in between against Ballard, uh, Ballard had the ball with like 10 seconds left, and they fumbled it um, when the QB was just trying to take a knee, and Mail got it and scored. So Mail's last three, three games of the playoffs were
2: pretty, pretty crazy. It was the uh, Buffalo Bills. The way they lost when Josh Allen fumbled it in the end zone uh, when all they yeah. had to do was kneel it out. Which uh, crazy.
1: I forgot about that. Yeah, that's yeah. wild.
2: Yeah. Gosh, exciting! Exciting six A playoffs last year for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what do we got uh, on the on the slate for trivia um, before high school football season kicks off? Well,
3: I thought we focus on the three schools that uh, myself, uh, you, and TJ went to which I went to mail. Uh, TJ, of course, went to Senex and you, Nick, went to uh, Desales. So um, since 1959, when the KHSAA started their official state playoffs, how many combined state titles does Desales, mail, and
2: Senex have in football? Oh man, love this question. This is uh, it's like our classic over unders. TJ, so um, th- this this will compete against each other, right? Okay. What, what yeah, did? and maybe we'll see who gets the closest because I doubt either one hits it directly on
1: the head. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt if one of us is close, maybe potentially. All right, all right, hold on. Give me like, give me ten seconds. Scoots, what why what, what don't you? Do you what, have a good what are guess you for this? I yeah, am Scoots, gonna, s-
0: idea? I'm gonna say like
2: thirty two is my guess. So, the 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 problem here is, is like I I. I'm pretty good about '80s on, kind of knowing the rising tides and falling tides. Um, I think you're you're maybe not far off, Scoots, um, but I I've got my guess. Okay. Um, and it is it is
1: a guess, Corey Price. It is a guess. I'm 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 going with twenty. I'm going with twenty. Oh man! I kind of penciled in like eight, eight, and four.
2: Okay. Well, uh, I know so DeSales only has two. Um, I went 11 and 11, and I think there's even more. Uh, but I, so I, I'm going 20. If it's 11 and 11 and 2, then I guess my math means 24. 24 is my guess.
3: Nick came the closest. He was one off 23, actually. Wow. Oh, nicely man. done. Yep. Oh,
1: but, but we all agreed right before. I remember it just 30 seconds ago. We said we're doing prices right. Oh. Rule, so he had to take over. So unfortunately. <laughs> That's going to give the dub to old TJ. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, uh, the, the breakdown Sanex has 13, Mail has eight, and like Nick says, uh, said, uh, DeSale has two.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, um, my yeah. wife will be very proud that I nailed the Mail number on the head, but I guess I'm a bad Sanex tiger for, for shorting <laughs> Sanex uh, a, a few there. And then, yes, Roush, you knew De- DeSale is good for you, buddy. I guess it's easy to count to two, though.
2: Yeah, well, my brother won the first one. I lost one. Um, they had won an 80 that lost one as well. But yeah, we went back to back. And uh, they're celebrating my brother's 10 uh, year reunion, at their first state title uh, in two weeks or next week, the 25th. Uh, yeah, next week. So. Wow, I did not know your like. brother
1: was a part of the first DeSales state championship team, and then your sisters went on to be stars at Northern Kentucky. They're, what the hell did you oh, do, buddy? They,
2: they won a Sweet 16 and a Volleyball state championship, too. So, yes, if you were ki- counting at home, I, I'm the loser of the state championship <laughs> games. They're the winners of the state championship games.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that. That actually, that's kind of funny.
2: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, very funny, TJ, very funny.
1: Hey, but you get to tell fart jokes on the radio every morning. <laughs> You're exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Corey, you got a second one for us before we let you go? Yep.
3: Yeah, so um, there have been three times that DeSales, Mail, and x have all had at least 10 wins in the same season. I was wondering if y'all can name any of those three seasons.
2: Oh, man, that's that's tough. Um,
1: well, Roush, you just think of the DeSales ones, and I'll tell you if St. x was... No, really I, I know we one of them. Yes, on mail.
2: One of them is going to be 1998 because that year that Redman was at mail. The sales beat St. X and won ten games. Uh, but that was like that. That was I mean it was a weird time where every team in Louisville was in the same class, which is just I mean that was like 25 years or so uh, from like the early maybe even the 70s all the way till 2000 before they, they changed that up. But um, I'm going to guess 1998. Is that one of them, Corey? Uh,
3: Folks, you know, I will give you one hint. All three times it has happened in the last 20 years.
2: Okay. Yeah, that, that was so. my old-school guess uh, because mm-hmm. we, we hadn't had 10-win seasons um, too often. <laughs> um, so I right. guess saying X, I'm going to blame you guys for being down that year, TJ. Uh, and then, <laughs> if not, I would say uh, – well, probably the Desales state championship team. You would imagine. Yeah, X was good. My senior year, they won. So I'm going to say 09 was one of them. Bingo. Yep. Yep.
3: And two in 2009, Desales was 11 and four. Mail was 10 and three, and Senex was 14 and one.
2: There we go. So that's that's right. one
3: one of the three.
2: Well, then I'll guess. What we'll about just...
1: what about 08? I mean, Saint X, I think nope. won. Uh, 08, I would guess they won ten games. 07, I would, I mean, Saint X won ten games in 08 and 07 for sure. Uh, male, 0- 06, I don't think they did. 05, they did. Um, yeah, but 04, you got, you got to think, think about uh,
2: my my school stinking there for a while, TJ. That's the I know. I'm just trying to run down like you know,
1: 2000s for the most part. Saint X was with like one or two exceptions. I'm pretty sure they won ten games most years
2: uh oh 08, 08,
1: wait were you all good in 08 we, we
2: were good in 05 if, if, if you think that that could be a good guess
1: see 05 though that was, it was like Joe Tronzo no you no know, 05 is the one I kind of remember that would have been Vic Anderson's freshman year and no his junior year yeah, they were good then. Yeah, we'll see 05. His, his, sen- his senior year, they kind
2: of stuck. It was Adam Luckett's senior year, I believe, was 05. So was Adam Luckett a part of a 10-win team? Oh, oh, 05 is correct. 05 is correct. <laughs> yep. Ah. In, in 05, the sales was 11-3, and
3: mail was 10-2, and 2, and Senex was 14-1. and 1.
2: Yeah, see? Boom. Nailed so it. So there's
3: one one left.
2: Um, All right. Could it be something recent? Yeah, yeah. It would be more recent, uh, like and it's two pop- years. Of- yes. it, is. it it's within the last
3: ten years. Yes.
2: So I'm I'm gonna say uh, it would be 2015 uh, was my guess. Uh, so 14 we won state, 19 we lost on a last second play. So that would be the potential for most recently. But I think X was. I don't know if Wallace had 10 wins that year or not. That's my question. Uh, mm. Did Wallace have enough for them? Because uh, I believe nineteen was the year. Uh, Let's oh, go nineteen. Let's guess nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Uh, close.
3: It was twenty sixteen
2: actually.
1: Oh, the two uh, that moved out of between.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, I'll in take the L on that one. In twenty sixteen, the sales was ten and three. Mail was ten and three, and Synnex was ten and four.
1: Oh wow. Do you right know what, uh, what they did in 19 that made us wrong? Was it St. X coming up short that year? Because the mail
2: was pretty good in 19, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, they won state that year. Uh, yeah. Did. Uh, actually,
3: actually you know, mail lost uh, state in 19 to Trinity. Uh, yeah. Trinity yeah. Okay. There we go. Thanks for bringing that, that up, Nick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's an hey Corey, it's crazy that Trinity's fourteen and thirteen since Beatty left. That's not very good. I mean they play obviously mm-hmm. the toughest schedule in the state, but, but fourteen right. and
3: thirteen, wolf. Well, I think uh, ever since Bob left, uh
2: they've I think they just they haven't been the same. Yeah, yeah. Uh which, it's, it's a real shame. Uh, it's a real shame, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know there's people, Old
1: Trinity not winning the state championship yeah, you know, they're, they're There's actually nice a little parody in the sport. Uh, you hate to see it.
2: Which, uh, yeah. th- this year, uh, a reminder, uh, All this was a reclass year, so there's been a lot of changes. Right. Douglas, Frederick Douglas, they finally got their right. first state title. Uh, but that was in 5A. They're moving up to 6A, I think, where they, they kind of belong. Uh, they had a nice uh, scrimmage against X. That went down to the wire. So there's been some moving around, um, and, and that's just something you're going to have to keep aware of with, with some of these matchups. Um, it's held the sales. They went. They jumped from two to, or no, we were two A when I was in school. Now we're four A. So like a lot of a lot of moving and shaking around the high school ranks ahead of this season. A lot of big games uh, on Friday night. Like I, I'm. Really looking forward to uh, Saturday. There's the bowl game. Cutter Bowley is going to be playing in Bowling Green. That's that's our game of the week. That's going to be um, just. There's going to be a lot of attention on Bowie this fall. Um, so w- we're looking forward to getting the high school football underway. Just it's so much fun, uh, and we've got high school football in the Big X Friday night. Spears will be on the call here when uh, your St. X Tigers host uh, Floyd Central, Mr. Sports Talker. Very exciting
1: stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we t- I told Corey our segments would be like five or ten minutes, and here we're running on 15, 16 minutes. Corey, we got to let you go. He's the working man. He takes time off his job to come do these uh, segments with us, which we're so appreciative of. Uh, I feel like we did better today than we did last yeah, week. So we're moving good. in the right yeah. direction on trivia. I think we're going to just nail it next Thursday.
3: And uh, one more thing for the, for the U, K-Fans, and Louisville, um, Bowley and uh Lex and Christian are playing Cal at Cal. I can't remember the date, but oh. uh, fans
2: like Cat fans in Louisville, if they want to see Bowley in action, uh, they can go to uh, that, that game. That's a good point. And uh, Cal was undefeated last year. That's right. the yep. game September eighth uh, okay. at Christian Academy in Louisville. So should be a should be a good game. Yeah, LCA. I mean, just. I think they play three state champions or four state champions from last year. At least four teams that are in the game. They start Bowling Green, Boyle County, Pikeville, Cal, Lexcat to open their season. So yeah, they're uh, great. yeah they're they're loading up before they get into their their district play and stuff like that. So uh, Cutter Bully will certainly be tested this fall. He sure will.
1: Corey, thanks for your time. Have a great Thursday. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Corey Price. We're going to take our last break of the show. Actually, a little piece of Sanex news, which is wild. You know, also a little tease. A wild stat that somebody at Sanex told me uh, that if you're just a, a high school sports fan, in the state, really, you're going to want to hear. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call, hey, coming up next okay. on X Sports Radio. I'm doing
2: well by Just say thanks and pray I left a six-pack right there on his grave. And I say, God is great. Beer is good. And people are crazy. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. We now
0: go live to Ollie Williams in the Channel 5 Traffic Copter. What's the scene, Ollie? Everybody looks like ants! <laughs>
3: Oh,
2: cool. Deep cuts we, we, only. We can
0: get rid of the Dave
3: Matthews band.
2: Deep cuts only here on the Big X.
1: I thought it was, oh, I guess it's Country Thursday going
2: out. Yeah.
0: Oh, trust back, me. Back back I, I never head. want to play Dave Matthews band. Trust
2: well, me. Then why didn't you? You didn't have to play that, Scoots. You could have I, just I played for- more country music.
0: Well, so I forgot that that was the song attached to the rejoin. Oh. My bad.
2: Hmm. Hmm. It happens. It happens. Uh, you know what else happens? Messages on Thornton's text on. We got some more to get to. But I did want to say, uh, TJ, do you think George Bush and Condoleezza Rice can get SMU and Stanford into the ACC? Uh, no. Yeah, but they're if, if they can't, who can? It does seem like there's more momentum there. Although it, it
1: seems like the, the heavy hitters of the ACC are the ones against it the most. Florida State, Clemson. But it seems like the rest of the league is basically like, yeah, why not? These are, are good institutions. Why not lump them on in together? I still wonder if you're Stanford and... I, I did think of something interesting in this. If you're Stanford and Cal. Or... Well, You know, with Notre Dame as well, could you could you form some sort of like Ivy League but good at sports conference? And if you're Stanford and Cal, you may want to join the. You may want to really really push hard for the ACC. Just as having the maybe a a baseline or groundwork for that happening when the next. It's almost like talking about earthquakes. It's like when the next one happens, when the next movement and shifting in college athletics. It's probably going to be Clemson and Florida State bouncing somewhere else. At that point, if you're Stanford and Cal and you're in a league with – and I think, again, I do think North Carolina is going to go to the SEC. I feel very confident about that. But in the meantime, you could say, hey, Stanford, Cal, we have Duke. We have North Carolina. We've got Notre Dame. We've got Virginia. We've got a bunch of these schools that really care about academics. What if we kind of did our own academic but sports thing, which could actually – Be beneficial which could actually be a draw for student athletes to say well i want to go play in this new you know i've always taken academics seriously but i'm really really good at sports i've always thought that's an interesting idea but doesn't seem like any of these schools probably have enough forward thinking to try to make any of that happen but there there is more momentum for sanford and cal and yeah smu's almost just getting lumped in by association because they have money, mm-hmm. um, but they don't. They're not the most appealing option, really, for any conference.
2: The uh, a- Andy Staples proposed something similar, but his was Cal, Stanford, Notre Dame, and the military academies. Um, the only, especially if you're, Ooh. yeah, because Notre Dame, you get the TV deal. Um, they it preserves uh, traditional rivals in Stanford and Navy, uh, and the Army Navy game. It's got a lot of. Like, that's a huge TV um, game, right? Like, people want – CBS pays a premium to have that. So, uh, that would be a valuable property uh, in the eyes of TV. The only catch is uh, the NCAA has a rule. you got to have eight to be in a conference. But rules were meant to change. Easy
1: easy solution. Yeah. Uh, Citadel, you're getting the call up. VMI, no more beating old Billy G on his birthday. You're getting the call (laughs) up. Boom.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. I know somebody that I know a couple of people that went to the Citadel. Very small school, very small school.
1: They've got great colors. I like it's it's kind of like a, a fun baby blue that's not as yucky as North Carolina's. Doesn't really have the stink on it. I think they have a cool mascot. Yeah, can't think of it off the top of my head, but just trust me on that. So yeah, all right, we've got some movement there.
2: There we go. There we go. Um, I just I loved all of the jokes people were making for like the Bush Condoleezza Rice ones. I didn't get a lot of them because, well, frankly, I I wasn't paying that close of attention to politics when I was you know 11, 12 years old. Um, so yeah, it's
1: just how the government lied to get into Iraq. Yeah, that you know pretty similar to what, what us spending all this money in Ukraine, just a racket. You know, the rich get richer the rest of the country not so much you know how it goes but yeah that's what those jokes were about
2: yeah yeah so uh i i missed out uh so many flew right over my head but uh either way uh just very, very good good to see the gang bit, getting all back together old bush and Condi. so um remember dub, yeah. when
1: Condoleezza Rice was going to be a coaching candidate for the Cleveland Browns
2: yeah Shefty got god on that one that was somebody was <laughs> testing their sources right like who's the leak
1: Uh, I feel like also, if we're going to say that there were a couple of jokes out there, we need to read the best ones, which came from PFT Commenter. He said, intriguing, but I would be very weary since George W. and Condoleezza have not always done so well when it comes to thinking in advance about threats to the Atlantic coast. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Uh, retweeted one that said, but they do know a thing or two about convincing people to let them send boys in uniform somewhere even if it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Talking about Stanford and Cal joining the Mm. ACC. Uh, so there's a, there's a couple. Oh, there we go. We got some jokes on the Thornton's
2: tech slot. five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. 1450. John here. All right. Looks like I've got a team of four coming to the scramble. Well, this is going to be awesome. I should be staying a night after the scramble and then going to watch the Cats play some football on Saturday. So tell me where should I stay? I would like to be close to the game, but also don't mind staying an hour away or so. If there's a decent place, I can save some money and good to go. Also, where should I eat after either in Lexington or somewhere in Jeff on the way to Lexington? Oh man, so we could help John plan a whole uh weekend. Wow, John, that's so that's so exciting. That's a
1: good question.
2: Before, before you uh, all answer. I was, say if
1: you were, or go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say, John, I uh work at a hotel in Louisville that's about an hour from Lexington. I can get you a rate at like forty nine dollars a night. Oh so scoots hook up. Hit hit me up if you need it.
1: Wow. It pays to know people, John. I was going to say, if you really wanted to splurge like a, a, a night at the Omni is awesome and it's expensive and some people could go there and think it's overpriced, but like John, I'm pretty sure they'd still have the pool open, but like the old, the pool, yeah. the whole, you know, you could, you could golf and then go hit the Omni pool or go get a massage at the Omni. Actually, that all sounds, it's hidden pretty close to home for something maybe that I would want to do, uh, but I've got my fantasy draft that night, so it's gonna be a long, that's gonna be a long
2: Friday. The uh, I, I will just, say just, if you're if you yeah, just want to like feel like wife of luxury, the bourbon experience, that'd be the way to go. But I'd probably just hit up Scoots and get that that discount because there's a lot of and then, places to eat. Between yeah, you I mean, and like there. you can't
1: beat the you almost you can't beat that price 49. dollars Yeah, that's it awesome. Pays the no, you people. could also like you could go stay somewhere like pretty somewhere in Versailles or go stay at the castle if you're really you know. That's probably about the same price as, as the Omni, uh, maybe a little bit more, I would guess. But yeah, that's again not cheap. Um, but you could, <laughs> John says, like he's looking for cheap, you know, affordable options, and I throw out multiple hundred dollar night stays. Um, <laughs> but you've got options, is my point. You've got like that's a fun. I've always kind of wanted to do like a weekend trip, just the wife and I in Kentucky. You know, stay a different place Friday, Saturday night. And just drive a bunch because Kentucky's really pretty. But John, good for you, buddy. I can't wait to hear what you decide.
2: Uh another texture on the Thorns text on. Oh, we're getting some nice uh we're, we're, we're getting some nice suggestions on date night in Lexington. If you want to take her to a cool date spot later in the evening, the lost palm on top of the Manchester Hotel on Manchester Street is a really cool rooftop bar. You'll need a reservation for a table, but you might be able to walk up to the bar without one. Uh, I feel like Manchester Street and Lexington, there's a lot of cool stuff over there that I just don't know about. Um,
1: So a a couple things. This is in reference to yesterday's show. A texter is going on a first date to the first UK football game, the noon game against Ball State on September 2nd. We'll be doing the KRC Golf Scramble on September 1st at Elk Run. Email bigxscramble at yahoo.com if you're interested uh, he's going on a first date. They're going to have some sort of co- communication. They've talked a little bit before the first date, but that's going to be the first time that they're going to actually see each other. This texter is giving a recommendation. And all those things could be in any city in America, and it'd make as much sense to me as it being in Lexington. I've never heard of any of those things. The Lost Palm, Manchester Hotel, Manchester Street. Like, I, uh, I'm, I'm really losing my Lexington... Roots. They weren't really all that deep to begin with, Roush. But I, mean, but how, I didn't know you, about any of this stuff.
2: How long has it been since you've lived over there?
1: I mean ten years. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like that that's the whole uh new distillery district, um, which I'll drive by quite often. Um, you know, depending on my way into town. But yeah. Very cool. I haven't explored it enough over there. Um, but it's a it's a pretty large establishment. So uh might be worth checking out. But uh, as the texture said, they they have apps, but it's not the cheapest spot in Lexington. So that makes sense. That sounds more. Harry, that doesn't sound like a first date. That sounds more like date like six, or
1: uh, maybe date three,
2: if you know what I mean. hey Heyo, uh, another texture uh, on the Thornton text line says Harry and his identical brother Larry were recruited to play football at the <laughs> University of Kentucky by Bear Bryant. Harry wore number one A. Larry was one B on UK's 1950 national football team, national championship football team. Played baseball for the university while earning engineering and business degrees. Harry and Larry.
1: That's awesome. It, like <laughs> I'm just uh, assuming all this is true. I have no reason not it, to. believe There was a the tweet going around
2: uh, recently. I, it might have been a Corey Price tweet. I, that's probably a Corey Price text. Who am I kidding?
1: Can we can we honor Harry and Larry?
0: No, we were talking
2: about I mean, twins yesterday. That's
0: why I got brought up. Uh, Remember, you I you brought go. up yeah. the question about the twins.
1: No, I know that's. Yeah, I just didn't know that that piece of history was accurate. I think Harry and Larry need to be cel- celebrated more at Kroger Field. I agree. Have like a, a Harry and Larry exhibit.
0: <laughs>
2: just get their, their jerseys. jerseys up yeah, that'd like, be awesome. You know, maybe
1: some of their other childhood items. Wonder if they were any good. Probably not. Wow, Scooch was a bully. Jeesh.
0: Not a bully. I just had some offensive jokes from time to time.
2: That person should have seen your potential for humor. <laughs> <laughs> Great text.
1: Now I just think of. Scoots like bullying some poor little
2: kid with a bunch of puns.
0: Little kid, I was the little kid. What are you talking about? Uh
2: another text from the Thornton sex on says I watched the 2021. UK LSU highlights to refresh my mind on Liam Cohen's offense. Holy moly, highly recommend watching it. May not be able to stand up in public after watching it. Uh people forget too the week before they had their worst offensive performance. So it was a nice uh nice nice change up.
1: Um, uh, the 2021 Kentucky LSU game having the, the, just the, the kind of the in-between waiting for the baby, not knowing when you're going to be on the call, having to stay home for it, but just going absolutely bonkers in the living room. That was a fun one. Yeah. I'll need to go back and watch the highlights for it too. But it's like, you know, there's, there's some, I I watch an old UK football with, Will Levis, it's almost like I don't want to, and it's nothing against Will Levis. Loved Will Levis, loved those seasons. But I'm just so in on Devin Leary. Roush, you had another article uh, about Devin Leary and how great he is. Like, this is it. You all, in terms of U.K. quarterbacks, this could be one of the most talented the Cats have had. Uh, it's hard not to get pumped up about it. But I get what the techs are saying. Just watch that offense and imagine these guys in it. Yeah, that, that's going to be fun too.
2: It's my son's twenty first birthday today. What's your old favorite twenty first birthday memory? Cheers, Jolie. P.S. We had our kids young, so no calling me an old lady. What uh, an old lady!
1: You're not Jolie. You're not. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Happy birthday to your son. It was yesterday, I think. Hopefully, he had a good time. Uh, mine was for the SEC tournament down in New Orleans, and oh, I great. kept. Uh, I think I kept calling. Uh, now I forget the story, but. I think I kept calling Dick Gabriel Pal Tucker and uh, Dick Gray. They were very confused by it all. But all my friends were down there. I was still in, you know, I was a junior in college, but I was just kind of getting started in media. So, probably not the best way to meet some of those media members. But but it was a blast. It was a a really fun place to turn 21. And then I was down there three weeks later for the Final Four game against U of L at the Superdome with my brother, which was also a great memory. So, Fun times. 2012 was a very fun year.
0: I don't think I've ever told you all my favorite 21st birthday story. Um, it's really the only one I remember. But my, I remember my parents and my grandparents, Oma and Opa, and my mom's brother all came up to celebrate with me. And we ended up smashing a fifth of Jaeger before we even went out to the bars. And I remember being in the bars, and there was this. we met a German guy. And he had like the sound bars on his shirt that were going up and down, and I thought that was the coolest thing. He bought me a shot and blew, and I, he fired up his lighter and I blew a big fireball, and that's all I remember. I wake up the next morning and my dad's like, my dad's like, do you remember the twins? And I was like, twins. He was like, yeah, I thought you were gonna bring them home. Have no recollection of twins. So it was a good time. That sounds awesome.
1: The fireball part especially. No doubt. Gross.
2: Uh, Did
0: you was
1: was was Tarzan at your twenty first birthday from uh, from <laughs> Bowling Green?
2: Good old Tarzan. Oh man, guy. god! Uh, another text says, "I thought I was the KRC UFO guy." Is it cool to have two? Oh, of course it is. Plenty plenty of room for more.
1: No, no, we just need one. But you just we'll see who the one is. Just keep sending us USO, UFO cool stuff, and we'll just make our determination. See who wants it more. But yeah, we can only have one. But we haven't decided who the one is just yet.
2: I worked at Shamrocks off Richmond Road when I lived in Lex- places of Lexington Treasure. Not sure if you guys made it there. Food is A++. I can concur. Very good bar food. I w- haven't been to East Lexington often, but I've eaten there a couple of times. Just great bar food. Great bar food.
1: Never went. Uh, but I'll, I would like to check it out. Lay low and grind is the same advice my wife gave me years ago. I would have believed you if you would have said maybe girlfriend, Texer.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> A fun summer radio exercise to look at which Kentucky basketball recruits reclassified and think how they would have been on the teams of their original class. For example, can you imagine New and Noel being on the twenty fourteen team instead of thirteen? Jamal Murray on the twenty seventeen team instead of sixteen? Carl Towns on sixteen instead of fifteen? Obviously, the makeups would have been different had they stayed in their classes, but fun exercise nonetheless. Yeah, that is—it's a fun hypothetical, TJ. But you're like the—the—the the, the point is true in that, you know. Jamal Murray wouldn't have gone to Kentucky if De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk were there. Like that just wouldn't. It'd be fun, the but are, yeah,
1: yeah. They they continue to say. I also think Maxie being on that 2019 Kentucky team instead of Hagens might be the best hypothetical. Both were rumored to reclassify, but only Hagens did. Yeah, and and for the longest time, that was back when I was in the game. For the longest time, it was expected that Maxie would and Hagens wouldn't but Hagen's really wanted to like, and he wanted to, and it didn't look like he was going to get to go to Kentucky. So he was not going to just so he could get to Kentucky a year later. And then he committed to Georgia because of a change of plans, but eventually it worked out where he did Maxie didn't. Um, And then the other hypotheticals. Yeah. It's fun to think about, but Roush is right. They would have, a lot of those guys would have probably gone elsewhere. Had they had, had they been in a different year. Um, and then, you know, maybe some of them would have gone to UK, but then players that UK had maybe would have gone elsewhere. Maybe Malik Monk goes to Arkansas, stays home or something like that, which uh, De'Aaron Fox, Jamal Murray team, that also would have been entertaining to see. But yeah, it, it's, it, it's all hypothetical and it is fun. It's fun radio topic, but it's not realistic, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. Seth and Josh here. Typical behavior that Louisville fans were accusing UK fans of being the ones sending bad messages to Trenton Flowers. Why would we care that he left? It's always someone else's fault over there. They're just, they're, they're everything over there. They're in a very weird place after Heat flowers did that whole podcast interview. I, uh, bad, bad spot right now. Bad time.
1: Yeah. I think another texter texted in something about this. I don't know where, like, of course they would uh, blame UK fans of doing it. You know what? Could be UK fans. It's anonymous people on the, on the social. Social internets—they—they—they uh, they, they say and do bad things, um, but we also don't know if she's not making all of it up for what it's worth either. Yeah, but bad people are going to bad people, and that they can wear red and blue and every color in between. How much money would you have to get paid to be a bus driver for JCPs? Uh, I thought aren't uh, they aren't they like for two weeks paying them seventy dollars an hour, which is I would do it for seventy dollars an hour.
2: Um, I'd say probably I'd like definitely do it
1: for $70 an hour,
2: hundred grand a year. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I, I, I don't, grand I, a year. I don't, I don't want that job at all.
0: I wouldn't do it for any amount of money. Cause that would mean I'd have to stop producing for roll call. And I don't want to do that.
2: Oh, scoots. You're so full of it. <laughs> so full of it. Delicious.
1: Fresh, fresh Mexican grill says one oh gosh, texter.
2: And they just, they sent the picture of their salsaritas too. So good. Mm-hmm. They've got the wild, addictive chips with the queso and a burrito bowl. Oh man, they, they didn't get the blue power raid for Mr. Blue Power Raid's house. That's the only well, my only critique.
1: So also two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews, and completely forgot to bring up the, the fun St. X stat that I was going to to mention Damn. here to start this segment. Uh this next text got me back on on page. It says TJ the highly touted seven-footer that played at St. Ray for the last season and has now transferred to a prep school in California. It's a bummer. I I thought he was going to go to the sales. is what people were saying.
2: I don't know how that fell apart. I'll have to get on the coaches.
1: That's a bummer. Um, But I think he won St. Rayfield City Championship. That's great to hear. But the the news is Jeremiah Jackson, who plays for St. X, he received a scholarship offer from Ohio, which is exciting. Um, he is—he hasn't started his sophomore season yet, so like that's pretty good to be getting a D1 offer from Ohio before you start your sophomore season. It probably means by the end of your senior season, you, you're going to have multiple Power 5 offers is the way that that works. But Roush, supposedly it's the first full-ride D1 offer out of St. X since Scott Padgett.
2: Oh, I was really confused. I thought you were talking about a football player. I'm like, well, that's not. No. no yeah. No, okay. basketball. Oh, yeah, interesting.
1: Basketball. Basketball. He's awesome. And I, I mean, I saw some of his tape from last season. Um, he's good.
2: Interesting. He's a good okay. player. So, but isn't that crazy to, to not have
1: a D1 offer since Paget?
2: Yeah, but also, have you seen San Jose's basketball team? I haven't really. Hey. Okay. Conan okay. ain't recruiting good enough over there. Hey, a texter says, "Roush, did you even
1: consider sending your son to a JCPS school?"
2: Um, I mean, Dude. we still could. He's in pre. Like it's preschool. They don't have this at JCPS. He's not in real school. Kindergarten's two years away. Like this is just daycare, basically. Um, so,
1: R- Roush, do you plan on coaching Duke throughout his athletic career, or will you just be kicking it on the sidelines?
2: Mm, depends on time. How much time I got? But I'm not. I don't want to be the overbearing parent. My dad was good about that. Um, he coached us when we were little and like did t ball and all that stuff. But then once we hit a certain age, he was he was good.
1: Uh, the texter says, TJ. I could be wrong, but didn't you see Jeff Goodman out in Vegas for a bachelor party? If so, did you guys converse with one another? Yeah, he tried to steal our cabana. We talked, and he like did the you know he played the nice guy. It's all bit sort of stuff. And I was like, oh cool, that's nice to hear. And then he stole our uh, outlet because he needed to charge his cell phone and his laptop. But I think he was just there by himself, which was kind of a little strange to go to like a pool party by yourself. Good evening, gents. Alex from Colga here. Been a hot minute since my World War One doc recommendation. Sorry about that. It's been a little crazy since school started. Nonetheless, I'm looking to make my way to Lexington this season to watch JQ in person and currently aiming for the Florida game. What are the odds you'll be tailgating that one? We'd love to meet you all and partake in some pregame space dust and cold snacks if it works out. Lastly, happy to hear another Georgia guy texting in. South Georgia Wildcat, where do you stay, brother? I'm obviously from Columbus. Hope you all have a great Thursday.
2: Really funny that the next text is from the South Georgia Wildcat. (laughs) All good things must come to an end. (laughs) Only sickos wait for Mark Shoots to retire. When that comes, who's your first pick to replace him? Colin White and Summerall are obvious choices any curveballs. Uh just I just love it that the, the Texan synergy there. We're having like a misconnections here with South Georgia Wildcat and Alex from Colga.
1: I love that we're getting listened to down in Georgia. Uh that's that's awesome. Uh let's yeah we'll, I'll definitely be at the Florida game. I'll definitely be yep. tailgating. No yep. doubt about it. And Don't then... hesitate reach out and uh come hang out for a little bit. And and we, we've been getting a lot about the Mark Stoops replacement question a lot. Uh, mine's just Summerall instantly. That's option number one for me. Go get him if you can. I don't think the timelines are going to work, though. I think he's already going to be at an SEC team by then.
2: Yeah, well,
1: maybe can him. Maybe not. It. I don't know. Yep. Roush, in the show for us uh, and tell everybody about Shady Rays very quickly. Shady now.
2: Rays are the best sunglasses in the world. Use promo code Big X for $25 off at checkout. Try them today. Buy them your well, your life will be better. We hope your life's better after listening to us. Apologies for technical difficulties, but we'll be back tomorrow when high school football kicks off in the Commonwealth. This has been Kentucky Roll Call on the Big X Sports Radio. Blair and Charlie Daniels up. They raised her up,
3: a lady, but there's one thing they couldn't avoid. Ladies love country boys.